0: Hello and welcome back to another empowering episode of Healthy Mind, Healthy Life. I'm your host, Avik, and today we have a truly remarkable guest joining us. Please welcome Christina M. Ramirez, a serial entrepreneur, author, and empowerment coach whose passion for challenging limitations and finding possibilities has transformed the lives of many. So her empowerment curriculum have made a profound impact reaching audiences of all ages, from children to corporations over across 40 states. So over 10,000 children have benefited from her transformative work. So with a background in both Wall Street and Silicon Valley, Christina brings a unique perspective on embracing discomfort as a pathway to growth. So, her best selling book, Empowered by Discomfort, has captivated readers, sharing powerful tools to face challenges with confidence. So, based in the beautiful city of Santa Fe, New Mexico, Christina embraces her free time by enjoying outdoor adventures with her sons, snowboarding on the slopes, hiking with her dogs, and even cleaning, cleaning the cat litter, <laughs> a testament to her down to earth nature and resilience. So, her expertise extends beyond her book as she has developed the Empower Fit curriculum using running games to teach children the power of growth mindset. So, in 2018, she empowered mothers to start their own independent children's fitness businesses, resulting in nearly 200 moms running clubs across 40 states and impacting the lives of 10,000 children and counting. So not stopping there, Christina adapted the empowering lessons of Empower Fit to Benefit teams in corporations and institutions as well, sharing invaluable strategies to foster growth mindset and resilience among adults. So, listeners, get ready to gain insights and practical tools and inspirations as we dive into the realm of embracing discomfort and unlocking personal growth. Christina's Christina's wisdom and experience will empower us to face challenges with confidence and redefine what is possible for our lives. So, stay tuned for an engaging conversation filled with powerful stories and strategies. And always remember healthy mind and healthy life strive when we embrace the discomfort and unleash our true potential. So, welcome to the show, Christina.
1: Thank you so much for having me here. I'm super excited.
0: Great, great. So, uh, so Christina, like before we uh, deep dive into a lot more details and uh, discussions. So can you share with us the inspiration behind uh, writing your book empowered by discomfort and why you believe like embracing discomfort is crucial for personal growth?
1: Sure. So I, I think I've had this book in my heart for a very long time, but um, so in December of 21, my husband passed away and um, that year was the worst year of my life. And when I kept, I I kept sharing on Facebook or with my friends, how I was going through the process. And I realized that I use the same tools on myself that I have been using with my clients for years. That's how I got over what has no doubt been the most difficult thing I've ever been through. So I decided to share that story and to share the tools because I realized like these tools are so powerful and it works with, you know, with anything. And I wanted to kind of share my journey and empower others because the truth is that life happens, right? We all have challenges, um, for. For a kid, that challenge might be that they can't find where their teddy bear is. For me, it was losing my husband. For you, it might be something else. For somebody else, it's money. But yes. to think that life is Instagram, it's not true. And so, okay, so now that we have challenges, what do we do with them? And thats that was my inspiration for the book.
0: So, wow. Uh, that's um, that's a good motivation, I would say. And it's the actual we required at that moment of time in life so how did you personally navigate and overcome the challenges and discomfort as well you faced after the loss of your husband so what lessons did you learn from that experience
1: well grief is very personal right like some people um they, it, you, The way you navigate it is very different and dep- depending on, on the person. And it's a very tender moment because until you experience like the finality of it, like, there, there is no going back. It's done. Um, so I feel like the, the lessons that I learned is that, you know, he died, but I didn't. And I have two teenage boys who need me and I have work that I'm passionate about and like I had to find the strength inside to to understand that, but not to feel guilty about that. Right, because we think that if um, if we are empowering ourselves or moving on that we're forgetting the love that we had and my husband was the love of my life. I'm never going to forget him, Um, but. You know, and I write this in the book, like, like, let's say that grief is a circle, um, you know, and and it's 10 inches because I don't know if your viewers can see me, but let's say, like, if it's 10 inches wide, your life, when it happens, is 10 inches wide. It's everything that, you know, but as time goes by, you'll have more experiences right? And so your life is going to get bigger. So let's say that your life gets bigger to 20 centimeters, but the grief is still 10 centimeters. It's just not the whole of your life. And then as more time passes, maybe your life is 50 centimeters, but the grief is still going to be 10 centimeters. The grief doesn't change, but your life grows around it. And understanding that gave me a lot of um Hope and freedom to be able to redefine what my life is going to be like for however else long I have, you know, without feeling the guilt of moving on. I'm not moving on and forgetting my husband. I'm living the life that is in front of me now.
0: Correct. Correct. So in your book, uh, you mentioned that the 20% power principle of discomfort. Okay. Yes. Could you explain this principle and how it can help individuals embrace the discomfort and transform their lives?
1: Sure. So it's what I was saying right like there's always going to be a challenge yeah. like to think that we're you know that it, that's just life. So instead of going like, oh my god, there's always going to be a challenge, the way I like to see a challenge is that when I feel discomfort, I know that, Okay, that I I see it as like flashing lights that things like go here, go here. This is this is what this is where you need to go in order to grow. We always need to grow and evolve as humans. Right. And, And as people. So the discomfort, it's not a negative. It's just telling you now you're ready to face this, because if you weren't ready to face this, you wouldn't feel anything about it. Right. right. So if you're feeling that discomfort is because it's, it's almost like it's active in you, but also it's something that you can handle, that discomfort is never going to be bigger than what you're able to to face. So if we stop seeing it as a negative and start seeing it as a guide, then we can embrace it and then we can say, OK, you know, this is what I need to work on right now. Let me grow from it. That's it. It's that's that's just it. Now, it doesn't necessarily feel that way. Right. So if you if the day after my husband died, you told me, "Like, oh, Christina, you're just experiencing 20% of discomfort. I probably would have punched you. Right. It doesn't feel that way. But as you and one of the tools that I teach is like, as you zoom out and you see the entirety of your life, you do realize that. That discomfort is just a part of it. We feel like it's everything, but it's not. So, having the ability to zoom out to see that it's only a part of our life, and then embracing it—that's life-changing. Like then, then, then you can then that's the superpower. Then you can do anything.
0: Exactly. true. So uh, what are some common misconceptions people have about the discomfort and how do you address those misconceptions in your book?
1: Sure. So I think some uh, misconceptions are, you know, the way the way that you feel now is how it's going to be forever. And it's not. Right? So if you say is like, well, I have this, you know, I have this discomfort because the money in my bank account is not where I want it to be. And you feel like that's never going to change. And it's always going to be that way. And oh, my God, it's not right. It's, it's, It's a moment. And if, if you're bothered by it at this moment, then that just means that you have to deal with it, right, and and work towards it and focus on it, because there is a way out. I mean, I know that you are in India. I grew up in Brazil, and, you know, there is a lot of discrepancy and poverty and all of those things, but there is a way Um, if that's bothering you right maybe it's your health if your health is you know if you're sick then you feel like I'm never going to get better you are you just have to work on it so I think that's one misconception right that the way that you feel today is the way that you're going to feel forever um and the second one is that well you know there's nothing I can do about it um I I got laid off from my job well you know it it's like giving your power to exterior sources to an and situation an entity a person an institution that is outside of your control whereas i feel the you know i want to empower people to know and learn and understand that they have control over everything you know you don't have control over I don't know if there's a typhoon, but you can control your reaction to that typhoon. You can't control the events that are outside of you, but you have control how you see it. And that's very empowering. Wow. So also,
0: like, um, can you share some practical strategies or maybe the tools from your book that individuals can use to embrace the discomfort and use it as a catalyst for growth?
1: Okay. So the first thing is awareness, right? You just, you just have to pay attention because if something is not feeling great, that's your sign, right? That's where you go. You can't fix every single problem all at once, but if whatever it is that's bothering you, it's bothering you for a reason. So go there. And then I teach what I call the power wheel. So it starts like this. You The only thing that you have control over in this world, and when I teach this to kids, they're like, whoa, you know, like as a mom, it's very frustrating, but I can't control what my kids think. I can't control what you think. I like, and nobody can make me think something without my permission, right? So it all starts there. Your thoughts, that's where you start getting control. That's where you start getting empowerment, Your thoughts are expressed in words. So listen to the words that you're saying. If you're always saying like, oh, I'm so forgetful. Oh, I'm so forgetful. You're putting yourself down all by yourself, right? So words are just a reflection of that, of your thoughts. So pay attention to the words that you're saying because you also control your words. Nobody can say your words for you, only you can, right? So that's power. Now, in, in, this, in this case, we can
0: uh, call it like uh, our words are a kind of energy that we take it ahead.
1: Absolutely. And our our words are what we show the world about us. Yeah, Right. So so our words are how we present ourselves to the universe, to us, the energy that we give things. Like if we're always like, oh, you should do blah, 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 you know, then that's how you're going to be. That's 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 who you are. But. No, but again, nobody can make you say things that you don't want to say. They can't like physically force your mouth to open. Right. That's power. That's control. Now, the thoughts and the words or the thoughts that you think a lot are the stories that you create. Right. Those are your beliefs and beliefs come to you from your environment, like your religion. You were probably taught your religion. Um you know, it comes from experiences, but beliefs are where the work is because they're gatekeepers. So, if I believe that I'm smart, right, then I then I'm in in school. I was like, wow, I'm really smart, so I'm gonna take an advanced course. So I take an advanced course and I do well and, and I get you know and I apply to college and I get a good college and I was like, wow, you know, because I'm smart and I you know I I, I I took this advanced course, I got into a good college. But if my thought is, well, really, I'm not that good at math. Like, I can't even calculate the tip on the restaurant. Um, Then I think it's like, well, maybe I shouldn't take this AP calculus class because I'm not good at math. Um, And then maybe I don't become an engineer because I have a belief that I'm not good at math. The beliefs are going to either... Allow you to take certain actions or prevent you from taking certain actions, right? So they're the gatekeepers. But actions have to be taken. So you have a thought, you express that thought into words, the thoughts that you think repeatedly are your beliefs, and then you take actions based on those beliefs. So... In the case of like the the student that thought they were smart, maybe they did apply to a very you know to a good university or something because and and you know, and because they're going to have a result, which is the fifth part of the wheel, that result is going to reinforce the thought, "Wow, I really am smart versus. In the other case, like, I'm not that good at math. I'm not going to apply to a good university or I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be an engineer. I'm going to do something else. You see, I'm stuck in a job and it's really stuck, you know, because I'm not good at math. And then that result is going to continue feeding that loop of I'm not good enough. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely makes sense. <laughs> okay. So uh, now how, how do you differentiate between uh, healthy discomfort that leads to growth and situations uh, where it may be uh, like more beneficial to seek comfort and rest. So how can an individual find that right balance?
1: Well, I think that um, you know when when you find a discomfort is not like a pain in your belly that you say oh i have a pain in my belly so let me take medicine or let me rest or things like that a discomfort for me or how i view it is just this is the area of my life that is not working to the level that i want it to work then i need to take the action if i don't have the strength to take the action that's all right then maybe i need to rest and then maybe i need to pause but the discomfort is just telling you go here now, right? Like, and and the discomfort can be like maybe you're having an issue with your child if you're a parent, or maybe you're having a problem at work, or it's that feeling that's just like oh I can't do that, right? That's exactly where you need to go. Understood. Like, so you
0: have implemented that um, your empowered curriculum. So mm-hmm. teaching children the power of growth mindset mm-hmm. through uh, running games. Now, yeah. how do these activities uh, help children embrace the discomfort
1: and develop the resilience? Oh, great question. It's like one of my favorite topics to talk about. So, <laughs> so I'm a big believer that you gain confidence from doing difficult things. Right. If we just give a kid a medal just because they show up and they're cute, they don't need to do anything. Right. And that doesn't mean that they're not worthy just because their existence. Of course, they're worthy. But you you build confidence through challenges, because once you do something that is difficult on the other side of that, you're like, man, I was able to handle that. Wow. Like I'm, you know. That was, you know, you stand a little taller because you were able to do it. So we create that in a game, and I'll give you. um, I'm trying to give you. I'll I'll give you an example. So, you know, we we teach. We teach about positive thinking and negative thinking, and we tell the kids um, a story and it's a legend about, uh, I don't remember who came up with the legend, but it's that inside of us, there are two wolves, you know, there's the good wolf, the wolf of faith, of hope, of energy, of clarity, of love. And there's the bad wolf, the wolf of grief and sadness and envy and um, fatigue and just like the, the things that bring you down. Every human being has it, and every day the wolves battle each other to see who's going to control our soul for that day. And do you know who wins? The one you feed. Right. So if you're there thinking of everything that sucks, you're, you know, things are going to suck. If you're there and you're feeding the good wolf of all the possibility, then the possibility is there. So we tell the kids these stories and then we have them play a game of tag. And so we have the good wolf and the bad wolf and the bad wolf have to tag the good wolf, but the good wolf can't run away. They have to take the bad thought and turn it into a positive. So now they're learning the story, but in a kinetic way where they're physically learning it. And it's hard, right, because they're winners and they're losers and losing sucks. But when you help them do challenging things like this game is very challenging physically, um, but they get to the other side of it, then they feel empowered and then they feel, you know, like, oh, wow. I did that, do that over and over and over again. And you're going to build resilience because they're going to have enough experience to know that something can be difficult. But on the other side of the difficulty is this feeling that you can rule the world.
0: Right. That's an interesting thing. I would say like, it's an interesting way to visualize and learn things. So Mm -hmm. that's a that's a great thing. Yeah. Um, So also, what advice would you give to someone who is hesitant to step out of their comfort zone and embrace the discomfort?
1: Your comfort zone is not comfortable. Yeah, it's not because um, your comfort zone is probably stifling you and you're just there because you think you don't have a choice. True, But the thing is, like, nobody can take you out of your comfort zone unless you do. Right, Just like nobody can make you think something without your permission, nobody can tell you, come on, stamp out of it, go. So, yes, it is scary, but if you are okay that the rest of your life is going to be just as it is right now, cool, stay there. There's nothing I can do to help you. But if you are like, but yeah, I mean, this is OK, but I want a little bit more like I want that better relationship or that better job or that better income or that better whatever. It's necessarily going to require you to leave that comfort zone. So your desire has to be bigger than your complacency. But it's important to know that comfort zones are not comfortable. They're stifling.
0: Right. So, and how they can start taking small steps towards the growth.
1: Yeah. So if I tell you to, you know, like I want to run a marathon, I I can't get out of my door and run a marathon, right? So little steps, all you have to do is be 1% better today than you were yesterday. And if you're just 1% better every day, I think it's like in four months, you're 100% different. Good. Because of that little small incremental change. So you're not gonna run out the door and run a marathon, but maybe your first step is just just put the sneakers next to the door, right? Just to that. And then the next day is like, well, maybe put on the sneakers and run around the block. See how that goes. That's it. And then you do that. And then once you know that you can run around the block, it's like, well, maybe I can run around, you know, twice and incrementally do things to get you out of that comfort zone so you don't have to be like oh my gosh I have to um I work a lot with women that have jobs right and I thought I was like don't quit your job like don't don't be like don't feel like oh my gosh I have to like quit my job and do everything different and the like no you know like Tarzan when he's swinging from vine to vine he's making sure that he's holding on to the vine in front of him before he lets go he doesn't go like, whoa, I hope I make it, right? So you don't have to do that. Just like a small incremental change that is not going to completely spin you off into like panic. Yeah. It's just something manageable that you can do. Because the other thing that is important is that, okay, let's say that you change that 1%, you know, printing. In four, the the you of four months is not going to be the you of today, so the you of four months from now might have different goals, might have different knowledge, like it might be in a different place to want different things. So right. you may not know how to do it yet, but it doesn't mean that you won't know how to do it at
0: all. Right. So any success stories or examples of individuals who have read your book and embraced the discomfort to Achieve the significant personal growth. So any success stories, examples you can share?
1: Sure. So the book is pretty new. Um, so it's only a couple months old. So I'm not sure if specifically from the book. But in my coaching practice, I have lots and lots and lots of examples of people who, you know, who, who decided that they wanted something different for their lives. So for example, one of my clients, she joined in 2018 and I helped her start a business to teach empower Fit to her community. And she was in a very bad spot. Like her, she was about to have a divorce and she didn't have any, like, she literally paid me all of the money that she had in her bank account. So I, and I take my clients very Personal, like I'm, I'm, I feel very responsible for them, Um, but she did the work and the work involves, okay, this is how you start a business. You have to do this and this and this and that, but also this is how you have to start thinking as an entrepreneur. And we work with that too. And she took the steps, you know, like step by step by step today. So like four years later, her business is set to like, I think last year she did 1 million dollars in sales in her business. She never has to have a problem with her finances again. She does not have to rely on her ex husband at all. She raised her kids like she out of that place like she just she just did the work and on the other side was this beautiful business a great relationship with her kids you know financial security independence all of that
0: excellent excellent like it's a i it's a, it's a i guess um, what to say i do not have words to say but it's brilliant like from nowhere to millions, it's, it's a huge transformation so that's great yeah. you. <laughs>
1: but that but that only happens you need to have the strategy right you need to have the you need to know what to do, like what actions to take, but before you can take any action, you have to have the mindset yeah that you will achieve it, right so if you have a listener that's like I don't know that has like a negative a million dollars in their bank account. And they're like, yeah, no, or don't have a lot of self-worth, right? A lot of us have have low self-esteem. So if you can't imagine that you can have it, you won't have it. Whether that is a good relationship with your kids or that million dollar business, you have to get, you know, you first have to get to the point where you believe that you deserve it. And that you, you know, so you deserve it, you can get it, you take the action, you get it. Without that belief at the beginning, remember, beliefs are the gatekeepers. If you don't think that you're worthy enough of it, doesn't matter what strategy I give you or what tactic, it will not happen because you will not allow yourself to do it.
0: True, exactly true and also like uh, so before we um conclude like how has your work with corporations and institutions in sharing strategies for growth mindset and resilience impacted the teams and individuals
1: uh, i love that question because people don't think about this but it's so important right so growth mindset is when you don't have to get it right all the time. So it's not like, well, I was born good at math or I was born bad at math. And that's just the way it is. That's a fixed mindset. A growth mindset is you can do anything you know, with effort. And just because you don't know something now, yet is a big word, right? It's like, I don't know how to do it yet. So when, especially in a team, in a corporation, like sometimes, you let's say that you're at your job for like a year and something comes up, and you kind of should know the answer to that, but you don't. So instead of asking, you start trying to figure out, like, you you start covering up more and more and more because you're too embarrassed that you don't know it. So if you start teaching a growth mindset, you don't have to know everything. And it's okay to make mistakes. It allows your workforce to be more, more adaptive, more creative, because now if they try something and it doesn't work out well they just tried something and it didn't work out oh well right if they don't know something well then they just don't know something but they're asking about it so they're doing something about it so your workforce becomes open creative the teams work better but also the resilience is that there is no end point you're always growing so whatever challenge comes that's just part of the journey you know there there's no it, it's all the journey it doesn't matter i mean it matters in the sense like you make a sale or you don't make a sale but if you don't make a sale you're learning and you're mastering your skills to make that sale better does that make sense
0: yes definitely definitely so um that that's that's a really a great episode i would say and the great um knowledge sharing, i would definitely say it so and that brings us to the end of another thought-provoking episode of Healthy Mind and Healthy Life. I want to definitely express my deepest gratitude to our incredible guest, Christina, for sharing her profound insights on embracing the discomfort as a path for growth. So, Christina, your book, Empowered by uh, Discomfort, has provided us with invaluable wisdom and practical tools to navigate the challenges of life with confidence and resilience. So your personal journey and dedication to empowering others serve as an inspiration to all of us. So Hmm. for for the listeners, like always remember that the true growth often lies just beyond the boundaries of our comfort zones. So, embracing those discomfort can be transformative, enabling us to unlock our full potential and discover those new opportunities or new possibilities for personal development. So, if you, if you resonated with Christina's message and would like to explore her work further, make sure to grab a copy of her book empowered by discomfort available on major online platforms and i'll also make sure to add the links and the details in the episode description so that you can uh, directly reach out to her directly check the book and you can have a look at it so you can also connect with her through her website which i'll, I'll also uh, mention into the uh description so mm-hmm. uh, yeah and as we conclude this episode, I encourage you to reflect on how you can embrace the discomfort in your own lives using it as a catalyst for growth and self discovery. So always remember that the journey of personal transformation is ongoing and every step you take towards embracing the discomfort brings you closer to living your best life. So. If you have enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to Healthy Mind and Healthy Life for more inspiring conversations and practical insights on personal growth and well-being. So we appreciate your support and look forward to bringing you more and more empowering content in the future. So once again, a heartfelt thank you to Christina for joining us today and sharing your expertise on embracing the discomfort as a path of growth. So may you continue to empower and uplift others on their own transmitting journeys. And also for the listeners, as I always say, prioritize your mental and physical well-being. And remember that embracing the discomfort can lead you to unimaginable heights. So keep pushing your boundaries, nurturing your healthy mind, and living your healthy life. So thank you for tuning in to Healthy Mind and Healthy Life podcast. Until next time, take care, embrace the discomfort, and continue striving for a life of purpose, growth, and fulfillment. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you.